What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Bourbon and Bets. I'm your host, Zach Stonerock, and joining me, I got my co-host, uh, the esteemed Avery Cunningham. Avery, welcome back to the show. Hey, Zach. Thanks for having me back. Uh, it was good to be uh, good to be back uh, recording with you. Uh, it's been uh, it's been a little while. Um, you want to tell the people why you've been avo- uh, avoiding the show, avoiding recording? Um, I don't know what you're alluding to. Um, the the real reasons are uh and and i shared it on uh, on the instagram we had uh we had my wife's birthday so we uh spent that weekend celebrating her um and then this past weekend uh we were moving across uh from one side of columbus to the other side of columbus so um the move didn't go quite as smooth as what we hoped so the uh the setup and everything we we didn't get internet um not gonna throw any companies under the bus but you would think that if if I were to call and say like, Hey, here's my new address. And they told me that, uh, service was active that, you know, when I, when they sent me my self install kit, that when I plugged it in, it would have had no issues, but, uh, spent about an hour trying to get that figured out just for me to actually get a hold of a real person. And then, uh, tell me that there was no active lines coming into, into our, into our place. So, um, that was, that was a little frustrating, but, uh, the, the hope was that I could have got an episode out last week, but due to that roadblock, here we are. You know, we had to take take a little two-week hiatus, but but we're back. Um, I, I don't know if you were alluding to the fact that you were crushing me in the uh, uh, top five picks e- each week. Uh, I'm, I'm currently sitting at two and eight, and you're sitting at five and five, so there's not a huge gap. Uh, I'm feeling real confident about my picks this week, so hoping to, hoping to make up some ground. Yeah, well, that, well, I mean, yeah, I'm glad you said that because, like, you know, week two, the last time we recorded, we had three contrarian picks. I was 3 and 0, and which makes you 0 and 3. So, I mean, I was 0 and 5. So, <laughs> well, I mean, for, I'm talking about just for our contrarian picks, you know, for like the picks that I thought and then the picks that you thought were completely contrary. I was writing all three of those. You were wrong on all three of those. So, if you could do you see that right there? <laughs> see that? I, I like it. I'm not going to read it. <laughs> I, I'll, can you just read it? What's I'm, I'm, I'm not going to read it. <laughs> okay, fine. I'm not, for the people watching on YouTube, they will get to see what that said. But anyone that's just listening to the podcast, they're, they're just going to be left in the dark. Fair, hey, fair enough. <laughs> but it said, you were right. And I was wrong. So hey, thank you for saying that, Avery. I <laughs> that's, am that's right. what the note wrong. said. Oh, that is what the note said that, that you wrote to me. I appreciate that. So <laughs> um, I do have a question. Are, are are you an actual Yankees fan or are you just riding the wagon of, of Aaron Judge right now? Well, it is, you know, um actually I was gonna really wear another hoodie, but it had like some stains on it. So I had to, you know, make a quick fix. Um, but it is it is baseball, you know, baseball playoffs are coming up. And uh, this, you know, this was actually created by, you know, an artist. So I just bought it at a uh, flea market or something like that. You it know, actually looks like there's some bleach stains on there. Yeah, some bleach stains. It got the Yankees. It got, you know, Aaron Judge's numbers on it with the Yankees patch on it. And then you can see, like, you know, I don't know if you can see Aaron Judge. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, big Aaron Judge fan right now. Huh? Yeah, big, big Aaron Judge fan right now. You know, 62 home runs, you know, new AL record. You know, congrats to him. So, but you know, it's you know, I really just wore it just because it's you know baseball playoffs. You know, like you're wearing your Mavericks uh, hoodie. Is it uh, because you're giving up on your Panthers? Yeah, I mean that's that's 100 accurate. Um, I do want to revisit the Aaron Judge thing though. Can can I mean I understand like what, what did he end up with? 62? Is that that what he finished with? Yeah, I think that's what he finished with. Uh, I don't know if he had any more homers after that. Um, so, so he at 62. So 62. Are are, are we all just going to forget about Barry Bonds and? And Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire, and just because they happen to be NL, is that is that what we're doing? Yeah, I mean that. I mean um, those those people's history are erased, you know, because they cheated, right? So, is it really cheating if the whole league's doing it? I, I don't think so. It sounds to me like we're just leveling the playing field. Yeah, that's that's what it sounds like to me. But um, that's you know they, they say it's a new record, so but. I mean, 62 home runs, record or no record, is a lot of home runs. Nothing to sneeze at, right? Like, that's no. that's impressive. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know he had a little contract situation. He, he bet on himself, and uh, he looks like he's going to be making a whole lot more money, um, you know, coming up next year. So, good for Aaron Judge. Uh, congrats to him. Um, you know, I wish the Reds was in the playoffs, but they're not. So, I don't know um, if the Reds will ever make it back to the playoffs. I mean, you would think they would. I mean, they've been trying to do like the whole Houston Astros thing, you know, training the whole cheating. Have, have they tried no. cheating? <laughs> no, no. What I mean, <laughs> I forgot about that. What I mean was, what I mean was that they've been, you know, you know, trading a lot of their good players, getting a, a, accumulating a lot of picks, um, but it just hasn't came to fruition yet. They've been they've been stinking for a couple years now. Um, so I don't, I'm not sure when it's going to eventually turn around, but you know, maybe one day, you know, the Bengals made the Super Bowl, so maybe I could see the Reds, um, you know, um, you know, bring back that success they had, like what it seems like a hundred years ago. I, I think I saw something on, I'm not a baseball fan, so I don't follow it too often. I just get little, little updates on my phone every now and then did, did the Reds lose over a hundred games? They lost over a hundred games. Yep. That's impressive. I mean, that's almost as impressive that, as Aaron Judge is, hitting 62 home runs. That is as much as impressive as that is, you know, first game of the year, they did beat the Braves. So, I, I mean, I'll take that. That was a long time ago. It was, you know, in April, but literally I mean, a whole season ago, basically, at this point. So, yeah, almost. I guess the postseason is a whole new season, right? So, but, you get it. Yeah. Totally. Um, anyway, um, before we jump into the Sunday slate of games and, and making our picks there. Um, can we talk about Thursday night football? I, I'm starting. <laughs> we, we have to. Yes, we have to. Okay. Um, I, I'm starting to question. I'm starting to question whether I know anything about football at all, because it just seems like, first of all, this, this, this season has been weird, right? Like we're not seeing, um, I mean, we're seeing the, the, the usual, usual suspects when we're looking at like, the Chiefs are are doing really well. Uh, Ravens are playing well. Um, but then, I mean, like the Eagles, the only undefeated team in the league right now. Um, Russell Wilson, former former league MVP, not playing very very well. Um, the Colts not playing great. Uh, the Falcons are actually not looking terrible. The Jags are looking really good right now. Um, but like looking back at that, at this Thursday night game, I mean. Russell Wilson's just not looking good at all. I'm, I mean, there was a lot of grand. And I mean, I, I'm, I'm an armchair quarterback, right? Like I'm, I'm watching the game. I, I got a much better viewing angle than what he does from, you know, there in, in, in the backfield, but there's wide open receivers that he's, that he's missing. Um, there was a route that Jerry Judy ran, I believe, um, where he tried to throw it over the top and that allowed the safety to get back in where it, in my opinion, I mean, it looked like underneath, if you would have just threw the ball short and had Judy come back to it, could have been a completion. Um, missed missed him again. I don't know if it was Judy or, or Sutton. I can't I can't recall, but um, in the the front left corner of the end zone, um, just didn't give him enough time to to get under the ball. Um, Russ is not looking great. What I mean, what's your take there? And then also, what's your take on the Colts right now? I mean, Matt Ryan. There was a lot of a lot of uh, excitement surrounding him coming in, um, especially with your guy Carson Wentz headed out. Uh, starting to look like maybe, maybe Carson Wentz wasn't a problem. Thank you. Oh my gosh, I've been waiting to hear you say that. He's still oh. not a good quarterback. Like, I'm not. I'm not praising him, but I'm. I'm just saying it was not all on him at this point. It's. It's not. But you know, the reason he got cut uh, was because the last game, the Jacksonville Jaguars. You got to find a way to win that game. Like when everything's going wrong. You want the quarterback to be the eraser. Eventually, uh, fortunately, he didn't. He didn't do that. He, I mean, he wasn't like everybody was bad that game. He was bad. He was bad that game. So that's what really got him shipped out. Twenty-seven touchdowns and seven interceptions, and no, no season to snot to you know to scoff at. Um, you know, Matt Ryan is what has what eleven fumbles this year. Leads the leads the, the you know leads the NFL by a mile. He has, I think, maybe five interceptions. Um, you know, offensive line is pretty, pretty leaky right now. They, I mean, they've been banged up by injuries. You know, uh, Shaquille Winter has been out for, you know, I don't think he only played like one game, he even finished that game. Um, it's been a lot of injuries. Like the past, the past rush, I mean, the, the pass blocking unit um, hasn't really been all that, hasn't really been all that great. Uh, they're more of a run blocking uh, O-line unit as opposed to a uh, pass blocking. Um, so, I mean, is it, I mean, the Colts are just, 
you know, the coach is just a struggle. It was never really a Carson Wentz problem. Um, so, so I'll leave it at that. Um, so I'm, I'm just, I just can't wait till, um, you know, when the Colts play the uh, commanders and the commanders beat them. Uh, okay. So now I got that off my chest back to um, the Broncos. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, Russell Wilson. I mean, doesn't really look great. Doesn't really look good at all. Um, he's been, he's been inaccurate. He hasn't really been, I mean, it feel like he's just like, just kind of just throwing games. You know, I know Calvin really, you know, got, got suspended, uh, for, you know, for betting on games, but somebody needs to, uh, you know, really investigate Nathaniel Hackett. Um, don't don't do it, man. All these, don't, don't make that accusation. No, I mean, obviously I'm being facetious, but you know, you see, like you see the, um, you know, they were up nine to six, you're going in, you know, you got the ball, you converted on fourth and two. I mean, you got the balls, what, you know, two minutes or so in the game. You got, I mean, all you got to do is run the ball or kick a field goal or, you know, just, you know, be more conservative, but throw a pass to a former defensive player of the year in Steph, Stephon Gilmore. He ends up making a play. Matt Ryan, you know, being the veteran that he is, you know, drives, drives his team down. They kick a field goal now we're in overtime. The, the game should have never went to overtime. Um, so I was just Nathaniel Hackett and Russ, Russell Wilson. This, this combination hasn't really worked. Um, I mean, I can see, I can see it getting better just because, you know, Russell Wilson is Russell Wilson. Um, he's, I mean, I, th- I feel like he's going to be more accurate. Um, still like he's going to start making better decisions. I mean, it's just a matter of time, but I just, I really don't know what's going on. I don't think, I don't know if it's just mine somewhere else. I really can't explain what's, what's really going on uh, down in Denver. Like a lot of, a lot of unlucky stuff too, you know, like fumbles on the red zone. I think, I mean, the red zone has just been atrocious for them. So they're not, I mean, that, unless they've, you know, you know, fix, fix the red zone woes, um, they're not going to really win a lot of games, which is a shame because they got a championship caliber defense. Yeah. I mean, and, and two things from, from what you just said, um, do you think it's too late for the Broncos to turn it around? I mean, I, we're only in week five and I, I know there's going to take some time to, to build some chemistry, but, it's not like Russ was traded in late. You know, I, I can make kind of an argument for like Baker because he was kind of put into a, a rough situation being traded late. Um, his coach is trash, uh, was put into a fake quarterback competition with Sam Darnold. But Russ came in, he was the guy, um, had time to build that chemistry. You know, that that chemistry should be built early in the offseason. You know, we shouldn't be coming into week five or wrapping up week five for them, you know, with them playing Thursday and questioning whether, you know, this chemistry is going to be found or not. I feel like with a, with a guy of, of Russ's caliber and the, the talent that he has in the receiver position, like we, I feel like we should have been there by now. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think it's just been more so just him being inaccurate. I don't, I mean, I'm not sure about like the play. Call. I, thought, I thought the fourth one call, I mean, do I agree with it? You know, maybe, um, but it was a good, it was a good play call. You you got to open, like they had man to man, KJ Hamler, you know, executed on the pick. He got, I mean, got his guy picked off. He was open. Um, he just wide I mean, open, wide open. I mean, but he was, but um, you know, he had his eyes fixated on uh, Cortland Sutton. Obviously that's your best receiver, but I mean, he just, I don't, I don't know. I just don't think uh, Russell Wilson is a confident quarterback right now. Um, so, I mean, you just, you just got to go back, go back to work. You know, Russ is a hard worker. Um, he's got to go back in the lab. He's got 10 days. Uh, well, no, I'm sorry, 11 days, because mo- what Monday night we're going to see Denver and the Chargers, which I'm sick of seeing Denver on primetime TV right now. Uh, I think the thought was that they were going to be a much better, more exciting team to watch, and they have just been yeah, they, they trash. Yeah, they've, they've completely stunk. Like, just it's been straight garbage. Um, I'm sick of watching them on TV, um, but hopefully for, for the viewer's sake that – they they figure this out. Um, I, I do believe in Russ, or like Russell Wilson, can be that still be that quarterback that he was in Seattle. I mean, he still got the arm strength. I mean, he just got to work on just. I mean, he just got to fix the accuracy issues. Um, just and just his confidence. So those those are two big tasks to fix. Um, you know, during the season. Um, so I I don't know. I'm I mean I can I still see it, see them you know being better than they are. Um, but and then um, their defense, you know, has some injuries too. They he just lost his uh, left tackle, I think, uh, or right and left tackle Gary Bowles. Well, I mean, he's been a mainstay on that line for a couple of years. 
Um, has Ronald Darby just got hurt. Um, so there's just, I mean, just with this defense they have, they, they have the capabilities to, to win games. They just got to be better on offense. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I, I really like Russ. I, I hope they figure it out, but right now it's not looking good, but, um, no reason to, to beat a dead horse. Um, let's go ahead and move on to was that. Was, was, that, was, <laughs> was that, was that a pun? Was pun intended? Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna say no pun intended, but it, I'm going to go ahead and give myself a high five on the, on the flawless execution there. Yeah, that was pretty clever. That was pretty clever. <laughs> um, let's go ahead and jump into uh, to Sunday's games. Uh, so we're recording Saturday morning, so these will be for tomorrow. Um, let's go back and forth. Let's give our uh, top five picks. Um, I'm going to let you go ahead and, and kick things off here. Oh, okay. So I go first. All right. Um, okay. So one pick that I'm going with this uh, this week is the Eagles minus five and a half over the Arizona Cardinals. Since the Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury experience, the Arizona Cardinals are nine and seventeen at home against the spread. So, and that's like one of it's the. It's you, worst. man. I've never heard you give anything against the spread. Oh, hey, man, you know, I, you know, I'm trying to get better, I'm trying, trying to get better. <laughs> I like it. But yeah, they and and at their last seven, uh, they are 0 and 7. They are 0 for 7 in their last seven home games against the spread. Um, and you got a, a, the Eagles team coming in town who's hot, who can beat you in many different ways. So, I, you know, I, it's no there's no need to overthink this. Uh, Eagles is a better team anyway. Um, so I'm going with the Eagles here minus five and a half. That's actually one of my picks too. I, I'm going to agree with you on that. Uh, I didn't know about the against the spread record for uh, for the Cardinals, but looking at the Eagles, I mean, the last undefeated team left in the league. Um, there are some challenges going on in Arizona right now, uh, like you said. Cliff and Kyler seems like that experiment's not really playing out exactly how Arizona had planned. Um, looking forward to seeing like what that looks like throughout the rest of the year and then moving forward. But uh, I think Sirianni has, has the Eagles in a good spot. Um, seems like, like that team's fully bought in to, uh, to some of his thought processes and, and the mentality that he wants the team to come with. Jalen Hurts is playing extremely well. Um, that was one thing I, I saw uh, Sirianni on uh, the Pat McAfee show actually. And uh, he was talking about Jalen Hurts and, how he's just he's he's the same guy you know he doesn't doesn't let the he doesn't ride the waves you know when when things are good he's not up when things are bad he's not down he's he's pretty much level the whole time and um that's i think that's really key to to, to the eagles success um that defense is also playing you know extremely well um i i'm very confident in the eagles uh not as confident in in the cardinals it just seems like like the cardinals um you know, with the offseason Kyler contract and and then stating that he had to limit like his video game time and, and different things. As as soon oh, yeah. as that came out, I was like, uh, there's some things going on in Arizona that are that are, that are not good. So um, I'm with you. I'm going to go with the Eagles uh, uh, minus five and a half as well here. Hey, man, let's roll with it. Rock let's roll. I, I'm, I am going to need some some contrarian picks here because I need to need to make up some ground. So um my next pick is uh i'm gonna look at the vikings versus the bears so this one's in minnesota vikings are favored by seven and a half and, and i swore i would never never put my my trust in Kirk cousins again um i just feel like the the bears are down bad kurt in in minnesota u.s bank stadium um i i think he's gonna come out i think justin jefferson's gonna have have a big game dalvin cook's gonna gonna get things get things rolling here uh, I think Justin Fields is going to con continue to struggle. Um, it's it's really unfortunate for him. Uh, very very talented quarterback, but uh, I, I just think the Vikings have have too much firepower in this game. Uh, I see the Vikings pulling this game off by about nine or ten points. I knew you had to hear this, but I'm actually have the same same pick here. I do apologize here, um, but you know, I, I usually don't like doing uh, divisions. Um, division matches, but unless I'm like, you know, highly convicted. Uh, so this is one of, one of those times, you know, this, this, the Bears have struggled offensively, um, defensively. Um, they'll be without, uh, you know, uh, Jalen Johnson in that corner. So could be another, could be another big game for uh, Justin Jefferson and um, Adam Thielen. Um, um, 
Kirk Cousins or Kenfolk Kirk, as uh, Shannon Sharp likes to call him, uh, could be a could be a, a potential QB one this week. Um, with and also uh, Dalvin Cook, I know he's been kind of been having a have, having a little tough season. Um, he could he could have uh, have a big week this week as well. So I'm, I'm rolling with the uh, Vikings here with you. Okay, well it's back in your court. Who we got next? All right, so my next pick, I'm rolling with the San Francisco 49ers, minus six and a half against the Carolina Panthers. Uh, I know it's a way game for uh, San Francisco on a short week. I got to go all the way across to, across to uh, Carolina, but you have the number one scoring defense against the, the last, you know, I don't know if they're last in like, you know, scoring offense, but you got the you know one of the worst one of the worst starting quarterbacks in the league right now in Baker Mayfield. Um, this that's a factual statement. This I mean this should I mean this doesn't have to be hard. Um, so I don't I don't really think there's any explanation needs to be made. Um, I think the San Francisco 49ers are are the tougher team as well. Um, if that means anything, but so I'm going with uh, the 49ers here to cover. I, I didn't take this game, obviously, just because of my my fanhood towards towards the Panthers. Um, I, I I wanted to take San Francisco minus six and a half, but um, just didn't want I didn't want to be excited that my team pulls off an, an upset if it happens, and then you know look at at a parlay and be like oh, I lost because because of that too. So I stayed away from it. I think Jimmy G's playing well. Uh, that that defensive line is going to be all over Baker. Uh, he's going to be under pressure all day. I expect him to go down a lot. Uh, and a lot of tip passes. A lot of tip passes. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, yeah, I, I, I do believe this game is going to be ugly. It's, you know, even even with the injuries at, at running back for the Niners, I think Jeff Wilson's going to have a, have a good game back there. Uh, Christian McCaffrey's been struggling to get going, and it's a direct result of the rest of the offense not not going. So, um, I mean, he's been he, like he's been playing well, but I mean, yeah, but when not, you think about Christian McCaffrey before his injuries, like he's we're not there, and I, I think the offense is not the offense isn't rolling as well as as what it could with with the young talent that is there. Uh, I do believe Matt Rule's days are are numbered. I don't see him making it past week eight if if he makes it that long. Um, What's their buy? Uh, thereby, I want to say it's later in the season. Okay, let me. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, he, he might be gone by then. It just depends on how how the team performs. But it's you not. Think that, you think there's a chance to hold off till the bye? Let's see when that is. And I don't think the schedule gets any easier, like from uh, the 49ers. So, yeah, give me a second here. I was looking in the wrong spot. Week 13. So, yeah, it's later in the season. Okay. Yeah. That's a, that's, that's a rather long time. So um, yeah, they're, they're not going to keep them around that, that long. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's just been frustrating to watch them as a DJ Moore um, fantasy owner. Uh, it's, it's been frustrating. Uh, he's had 11, 11 targets last week and he only has six, six catches for 50 yards. Um, I, I, I don't know. Like this is, you know, I drafted him over, you know, guys like Mike Williams, um, you know, you know, with me, you know, you gotta love the highs with Mike Williams as much as you love the lows. Cause you know, with Mike Williams, you can get seven catches, 180 yards, two touchdowns. Next week you get a complete Tony Snell game, zero, zero, zero. Um, so yeah, it's, it's frustrating. Uh, I should have just rolled with the lows with my, Mike Williams, but no, uh, this, I mean, this like, this offense is, you know, is not, not good. I low key wish that Matt Corral wouldn't have got hurt. I would like to see him, um, you know, be able to play and see what he can do. Um, I think Sam, when Sam Darnold gets back, it's going to be a conversation on, um, you know, who's going to be, you know, who's going to be starting moving forward. Um, PJ Walker, you know, along with Cooper Rush is the only two active QBs that haven't lost, haven't lost um, is starting when they were starting the game yet. So PJ, PJ Walker is two and zero. Cooper Rush is four and zero. So maybe it can be time for a PJ Walker time, but, 
no. Um, so yeah, it's just yeah, it's just frustrating. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm in agreement, even though I didn't I didn't take this pick. Uh, but I am in, in agreement. San Francisco minus six and a half, probably a very solid pick. I'm gonna stay away from it in in every aspect of of gambling today. Just again because of my fanhood, but I'm I'm on board with you there. Uh, but since you just talked about it, uh, my next pick uh, is, you know, we're going to circle back around to Mike Williams. Uh, we got the Chargers at the Browns. Chargers are favored by two and a half. I'm going to roll with the Chargers here. Uh, I just think – I think this is going to be a really good game, but at two and a half points, I think this game will probably be decided by a field goal uh, just because, you know, the Browns have a really strong running attack. But even with Keenan Allen out again this week, uh, I, I, I like the Chargers offensive weapons. Um, as you mentioned, if, if Mike Williams has one of those high games, um, you know, it's, it's going to be really good for the, for the Chargers. But then you still got Austin Eckler um, and uh, Gerald Everett is, the, is, is there, too. And, and he's been playing well. So um, as well as that that defense um, for the Chargers, J- uh, Jacoby Brissett. Man, words are hard for me right now. Um, Jacoby Brissett, uh, I think he's going to be under under some pressure today. They are going to have to lean on 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 the running game pretty heavily. Um, I think if it if it gets into a to a back and forth um, matchup here, I think the Chargers have more scoring ability. So I, I think the Chargers win this game, um, despite the fact that it is um, in Cleveland. So um, yeah, I'm taking the Chargers minus two and a half. Well, uh, you'll be happy to hear this. I'm actually going with Cleveland plus two and a half. Okay. Um, with, um, you know, with the Chargers, uh, they are a rather inconsistent team. Uh, I think, I, I mean, I may be wrong on this, but I, I want to say their record after wins is like, I want to say in, you know, in some, some, some amount of time, it's like they're like three and seven straight up after, after a win. Or how many of those games were they favored in that i i that i can't i don't remember i I see i seen this that i was like well that that makes sense and then while the cleveland browns like you know for for matters you know for a certain uh amount of time they were now you know straight up you know after 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 some losses um also um this chargers russian defense is you know i think they're giving up 126 yards a game um, you know, Cleveland Browns have one of the better rushing attacks in the NFL, as well as Nick Chubb, who is probably, you know, one of, you know, maybe number two, I think, behind, um, you know, Sa- Saquon, Saquon Barkley and um, when it comes to fantasy um, running backs. Um, so, yeah, with those with those things, um, Chargers being inconsistent, having to having to be playing the dog pound. Um, I'm going with the Browns plus two and a half. Yeah, so um, you're right. Nick Chubb is number two in, in yards behind uh, Saquon Barkley. Um, don't want to pivot too far away from, from this game, but I'm I'm excited to see Saquon back and, and crushing it after all the injuries he's had to had to overcome. Um, he that that game's not on my on my list of, of games that, that I picked, but I wanted to make sure I, I called that out. Um, the dude's back playing extremely well. I'm glad to see that. Uh, but to circle back around. Uh, I, again, I, I do think this is going to be a tight game. I think it is going to be decided by a field goal. So uh, while I do agree the Chargers are wildly inconsistent, I do see them coming out on top here um, in, in, a, in a very tight tight football game. So um, I'm glad we do have at least one contrarian pick that, that we're working through here. Um, I believe we are on your last game. So, so let's hear it. All right. So I am going – the over in the Titans and Commanders game. Um, maybe it's just uh, you know, uh, you know, being on the Carson Wentz train. Um, I don't know, so, but I, I just think like forty-two and a half. I think it was forty-two over the forty-two and a half. I mean, that's not really a whole lot of points for so for two defenses that's that's been struggling. I know the offense, both offenses have been having uh, their troubles as well. Um, but you know, the corners, the corner situation in, uh, Tennessee, you know, ha- hasn't really been all that great. Uh, so I can look for a big game out of, uh, Carson Wentz, um, you know, Carson Wentz being Carson Wentz, you can, you know, maybe defense a touchdown. I don't know. Um, you know, the, the Nico Autry, Jeffrey Simmons, uh, for Tennessee, they've been playing, uh, really well. 
I know uh, the commanders are on like some of their backups in on the interior O line right now. So that that could be so maybe a fun scoop of score. Maybe you could see that. Um, but outside of that, I, I, I expect um, both offenses to kind of put up more points than you know than they're projected. Um, on uh, Tennessee side, Northern missing like the the wide receiver room's been kind of been putrid like this whole year. Uh, now that uh you know Traylon Burks is out. Uh, I can see uh, Robert Woods having having a big game. Um, you know, Derrick Henry's on pace for 51 targets this year, so they're really trying to uh, get him uh, more involved. Uh, so I can see him uh, having having a, a solid game as well. Um, so I'm going with the over here for the uh, Commanders and Titans game. And as you can hear from uh, Baby Girl Amari, she doesn't really like those picks. Yeah, uh, I uh, I stayed away from this game. Um, I'm pretty sure the spread in that was pretty close. I want to say it was like a two and a half, three point spread. Tennessee uh, plus or minus two and a half. Oh, minus one and a half now. So they they changed it. Yeah. Tennessee minus one and a half. So I check it was two and a half. That, that game's a coin flip to me about who's going to actually come out on top, because as you mentioned, it depends on, you know, how Carson Wentz does play. Uh, I do like that over pick though. I, I, I didn't take it, but 42 and a half seems pretty low. Uh, for a guy like Carson, who's either going to put up a lot of points or, or give up a lot of points, um, pick six or scoop and score, or who knows, break both his ankles and fumble the ball off the back oh the end zone or something. Um, <laughs> so, so I'm glad to, to hear that we at least have a couple, uh, actually three contrarian or three different picks, um, one contrarian. Uh, I guess I got two more picks. I guess I probably should have went first here. But I have the – I also have an over. I have the over in the Dolphins-Jets game, uh, 45 and a half. Even with Tua out and, and Teddy Bridgewater getting the start, that offense has a lot of weapons there um, with uh, Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. Uh, I'm, I'm really glad to see, like, Chase Edmonds and, and Raheem Mostert are kind of getting things going in, in that backfield. Uh, Chase Edmonds just had a two-touchdown game as he was sitting on my bench. Um, so that, that one really hurt. But – Zach Wilson being back also. Zach Wilson looked pretty good in his uh, first game back last week. So I'm, I'm thinking that we're going to see some points here. Um, so 45 and a half is, is uh, in my opinion, a little bit low. If, if this total was probably closer to like, I don't know, 48 and a half, 49, I'd probably lean under. But I, I, I do think 40, 45 and a half is it's definitely um, obtainable. And then – uh, my last game is uh, Jags versus the Texans down in Jacksonville. I'm taking the Jags minus seven. I think that Trevor Lawrence is looking really good. Uh, Robinson's getting um, a, a lot of a lot of action back there. Uh, you know, last year with all the all the issues that they had down in Jacksonville, um, it was uh, it was questionable about you know how good Trevor Lawrence was going to be. But now that he has Doug Peterson down there with him, things seem to be clicking a little bit better. So. Um, the Texans, while they're they're not a horrible team, you know they, they always seem to, to stay in the game. Uh, I just think Jacksonville has a little bit a little bit too much uh, too much offensive power to uh, to not win this game by by at least seven. Um, okay, um, I do. I can see the um, Dolphins and Jets going over there um, uh, with um, you know how the Jets play. You know, cover one, cover cover three uh, type of team. Um, there could be some opportunities for uh, uh, Tyreek Hill and uh, Jalen Waddle, you know, to get loose for touchdowns. The BJ Reed and uh, Sauce Gardner has been, been playing really well, though. Um, so this is going to be, I mean, but, you know, the speed that these two possess, um, Waddle and Hill, um, is going gonna to be challenging for them. So I can definitely see, um, you know, and like Zach played well, Zach Wilson played well in the second half of that Pittsburgh and uh, Jets game. Um, he's, you know, he's got some, he's got some weapons. Um, I wish he can use Elijah Moore a little bit more. Um, Corey Davis, you know, he's, he's been solid. Uh, Gary Wilson splashed a little bit too. So, um, but he's going to have to, um, you know, navigate that blitz because uh, Miami's going to bring a lot of, a uh, lot of blitz, a lot of blitzing. Um, so he's going to have to, I mean, with uh, new pieces, you know, coming in on their O line, he's going to have to navigate that. He's, um, so he's going to have to um, get rid of the ball quick. Uh, so, I mean, could, you know, so I, could, I definitely could see the over. I mean, if he, if he um, is accurate and he makes, uh, he's decisive, he makes good decisions. Um, for the um, uh, Jags and Texas game, I do like the money line better. Um, 
you know, I, I like the Jags money line better than the spread just because the tech, I mean, you know, I think that, you know, the Jaguars at home are better than the Texans today. However, the Texans are 4-0 in the, you know, in the last two years against uh, the Jaguars while they're like 4-25 against everybody else. Um, so I, I do like the uh, Jaguars. Um, I just, I'll feel more comfortable with the money line aspect. Um, but I do see James Robinson also having a good game um, with, um, uh, you know, Texas rushing, rushing defenses and all that spectacular right now. So um, Derek Stingley's been playing good though. Um, you know, number three pick, um, he has been hurt or also, I don't know if he's going to play this weekend. So, but uh, I see Christian Kirk also having a good game and Trevor Lawrence, um, you know, those guys getting the win, but um and, but I do like the, I mean, I guess I can see the, the minus seven uh, Jags as well because um, oh, Davis Mills is not a good, not as good as a quarterback on, on the road as he is at home. So I like, yeah. so I like to pick, I would just lean, I'll probably lean just the money line uh, just because the huge, the bigger spread and just the, the success that the Texas has had over the tech, uh, over the Jaguars these last couple of years. Um. Do you do you still do you I mean looking at the success over the past couple of years if we look at, at the the Jaguars programs and you know obviously we had the the Urban Meyer experiment that happened down there or, I mean are you factoring that in? Um, well, uh, I guess I could have, um, but I didn't. Um, it's just I mean teams going and you know just you know franchises going against against franchises, so I didn't really factor that in. So that that is a. That is a good point. However, um, Herb Meyer also beat, um, you know, uh, Sean McDermott and Josh Allen. So you, you just never know. Never know. Um, would you, so I, I know you, you know, you said that you'd be more comfortable with the money line, which is, uh, is, a, is a soft way out. So I'm not going to, not going <laughs> to ride you too hard about that one, but would you be, um, would you be more comfortable taking Houston plus seven? Is that what you're saying? If I, if I had to do that, um, I, I mean, I would, um, but, you know, actually, I don't think so. Like, if I – I mean, if it came, really came down to it, uh, my three, cho- three choices in order, Jaguars main line, Jaguars minus seven, Houston plus seven. Okay. Okay. I can respect that. Um, last game I want to talk about, it's not um, – it's not a, a game in, in my list or anything like that. Uh, actually, before before I move on to that, uh, if if I were to parlay all five of these picks, so so my guy that places the big boy parlays for us each week, uh, he is actually not able to do it this weekend. So uh, we're not going to be placing um, that that pick. Uh, I'm hoping to utilize a few different avenues to get some of these parlays in. Uh, but with my five picks, so the Vikings minus seven, Jags minus seven. Uh, Dolphins Jets over 45 and a half Chargers minus two and a half and Eagles minus five and a half if you parlay all five of those uh, it has a uh, plus 2,575 payout so um, pretty good odds there feel feel fairly confident in my picks with the uh, truthfully the only one that I I am a little hesitant on would be the Chargers uh, just because of things we talked about Um, but I still feel like the Chargers should be able to cover that so um, if you bet a hundred could win 2000, what, 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 uh, we're just going to call it, um, 2,500. So, um, not, not a bad, uh, not a bad payout for, for a five game parlay there. Um, Avery, I didn't run the numbers on yours, but I'd imagine it'd probably be very similar because the odds are probably, probably pretty close there. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to see how, how those play out. Last game I wanted to talk about, and it's what I feel is probably the most interesting matchup of the week. Um, that's the Rams versus the Cowboys. So the Rams are struggling a little bit. They're two and two, uh, and there are two losses. They they looked less than great. Um, but then you got the Cowboys, who Dak went out, and uh, they're three and one, uh, three and zero oh with Cooper Rush. Correct. Don't don't act like you don't know the man's name, okay, Zach. This is ridiculous. The man is three and zero. You act like you got it. Uh, you know, confirm what his name is. This is ridiculous, Zach. What's, I, what's I, his I know his name. I know his name. I'm just. And you know, you know what school he went to. Nobody. None of us are surprised. By the way, none. None of us are surprised. None of us that that. Played. No one. No one in, in Chippewa Nation is surprised, right? Correct. Nobody. Nobody's surprised. The rest okay? of the world is mind blown. Exactly. 
<laughs> um, and, so, and, I mean, but I mean, because, you know, he's not he doesn't have the strongest arm. He doesn't he's not athletic. So, you know, people just write you off. But, you know, you got to be you gotta have more than that to be a great quarterback. Yeah, it takes the mental, the mental yeah. aspect, too. And that's what you learn at Central Michigan. And Cooper Rush, one of the, one of the smartest, one of the smartest people that I know. If, you, if anybody that has a 4.0 and an actuarial science major is very smart. If you don't know what actuarial science is, look it up. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I already feel like, a lot, like a I'm lot not. Of math, math and stats classes, though, Zach. Oh, I'm great at math and stats. I just, if I would have <laughs> known there was a whole major for that, I probably would have done much better. Well, well, <laughs> well I mean, you got you to actually go to college, you know, so, you know. He, I, he, he, Randy said, ouch. Like, <laughs> yeah. He's he's a, he's a very successful man, so it's, so he, he, was, he, was, he was Steve Jobs route. So that's right, that's right. I I don't need college. Um, no, for, for all the kids out there listening, if you want to go to college, go to college, but not necessary to be successful in life. Exactly, um, which Zach is. So I appreciate that. I appreciate you backtracking a little bit since. since no, it wasn't. I nice. wasn't. I wasn't. It wasn't an insult. It's no, I, 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 I did not take it as one. Okay. So, um, anyway. Here, I, I apologize. No, no need to apologize, sir. <laughs> uh, I am very vocal that college is, was, was not for me. So, um, however, <laughs> I did go to Ohio State Newark for a year. So, they're not even the Buckeyes. They are the <laughs> OSU Newark Titans. So, nice. uh, go Titans. Um, there we go. They have a football team too, so maybe I'll go back and, and get, get my four years of, of of play in. Let's go. But yeah, um, yeah, this whole game, you know, it's math and uh, stats and uh, actuarial sciences. So, actuarial yeah. sciences. Maybe that's what my my major will be in. So me and Cooper Rush can sit down and and, and talk actuarial sciences. Yeah, discuss calculus. Hated calculus, not for me. Um <laughs> that's so yeah, that that was one 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 of the few classes you had to take, man. So as long with long uh, along with uh, you know economic classes, accounting classes, business law. Um, so yeah, it's um it was a very very wide spectrum of classes we had to take. So I, I just learned I, I learned business law by doing. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, that's so illegal. I should, probably shouldn't do I that. Probably should do it. Yeah, or you know, may have it had a ding, you know, or you know. The triple triple B's, uh, you know, come come knocking at your doors. Like, oh, I probably shouldn't probably shouldn't do that. So. Probably probably should not invest in Big Baller brand. Um, well, I was talking about the Better Business Bureau, but you know, whatever, <laughs> what whatever is that? I I had to just loop that in there for you. Brandy is snapping when you Brandy is like did the little poetry snap when you said that. This is ridiculous. <laughs> this conversation is getting out of here. Let's let let's reel this back. Yeah, let's reel that. Come let's, on, get let's get back to talking about Cooper Rush and uh, the oh, Dallas Cowboys taking on, on Matt Stafford and the Rams. Oh, look at this! Look at this beautiful girl. Someone want to say hi. Hi, Amari. Do you think the Bengals are going to beat the Ravens? My plus three and a half. Let's go hammer it. I would probably actually take that plus three and a half. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Amari, what do you think about the Cowboys and the Rams? Rams minus five and a half. Who are you taking? Oh, she. Oh, she said uh, Cooper Rush is, is my guy. So looks like <laughs> I got to. <laughs> yeah. Looks like uh, looks like she's leaning towards the Cowboys. Uh, this is an interesting matchup, though, just because you got Sean McVay, who's argue, arguably one of the greatest football lines in, in the game right now, um, taking on the Cowboys and Cooper Rush, who is shocking the world. Uh, Rams are favored by five and a half, which I feel like with the way that the Dallas defense is playing, I feel like five and a half points is, is, is high in this game. I I understand that that might be skewed just because of Cooper Rush starting at quarterback, but I was thinking, you know, I'm I'm okay with the Rams being favored, but I was probably expecting more of like a three three and a half number here. What do you uh, What do you think, Avery? No, I I agree. Um, like I would if I would I try I just stayed away from this game uh, just because you know the one time we've seen the Rams, um, you know, week one against the Bills on a Thursday night that was. Um, Sean McVay's only time being below 500. Um, so, I mean, you know, so with him, you know, with him at the helm, I, it's just hard for me to just 
you know, go ahead and say that, uh, you know, you know, Dallas is going to be, uh, you know, that or that Rams will win or Dallas will win. Or, um, but I, yeah, I do agree with you. The five and a half does seem like a lot of points. I would lean towards the, uh, you know, uh, Cowboys plus five and a half. But um, I do like, um, I don't know. <laughs> I would I would choose if it wasn't Sean McVay, I would choose Dallas to win this game, um, but it's it's hard. So that's why that's why I just kind of just stayed away, stayed away from it. Um, but it should should be a good game. Um, you know, if I had to make a pick, I would just say Rams money line. Yeah, um, that's the biggest thing for me is I, I I think Dallas has the talent and Cooper Rush is playing well enough to beat this Rams team. Uh, <laughs> However, I have a hard time taking Mike McCarthy over Sean McVay. Um, yeah, hey, both, both, of them won, both of them won the Super Bowl, Zach. Yeah, but McCarthy's Super Bowls were about a decade, over a decade ago. Well, so. A decade plus ago. Un- yeah. Under- understandable. But, so. I mean, uh, the Super Bowl pedigree, you know, never never leaves you. So, I mean, he's – I mean, three and one with uh, your backup quarterback. I mean, there's nothing to scoff at when it comes to McCarthy, so. Yeah, but well, you know, that was just. I was I'm not surprised. None of us are surprised. So yeah, um, what is your input there? I think that's the most interesting game of the week. But uh, looking forward to seeing how this plays out. I'm glad to see that there's three options for me to to gain some ground here. Uh, I really need to go three and zero in those games to uh, to to get back. And um, unfortunately, if I do go three and zero in those, uh, I still need for the uh, for the other two to hit. Um, for parlay purposes. So I don't think I'll be able to catch you this week, but hopefully I can definitely make up some ground. Um, appreciate you jumping on. Is there any, any, anything else you wanted to hit on before, before we wrap things up? Um, I wonder, um, what about one of the other games I was thinking about? And, and I kind of just changed my mind here at the last minute. So I was kind of like, to be honest with you, I was kind of just scrambling this episode. Um, Cause was the, uh, was new England against the lions. I'm, I want to take New England, you know, I'll take money line or, you know, plus the, what, three and a half they are. I think three and a half they are. Yeah. Um, I think they're actually favored by three and a half, aren't they? Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Yeah. Minus three and a half. Um, you know, with, uh, yeah, what was your, what's your take on that game? I think uh, with Jared Goff, he struggled. I mean, I can't can't unsee what, what happens when a Bill Belichick or a Bill Belichick disciple in uh, Brian Flores, when whenever they play against a Jared Goff led team, that um, you know it's just you know it's just a win for the other team. So, but with um, you know you know the uh, New England's quarterback situation, it could be on their third string quarterback. Um, you know Bailey Zappi, you, you know played admirably uh, um, last week against uh, the Packers. Um, didn't really, I mean, I think he only had, you know, had the fumble loss and, you know, didn't uh, really turn the ball over outside of that. Not the strongest arm out there. Um, so what's your take on that game? Yeah. This, and I actually just looked, the line has uh, moved a little bit. Uh, it's now just minus three. Um, this is a, this one's a tough one for me because the lions, the lions keep lioning. I mean, they, they are up. They're up games. They're, they, they make comebacks in games, but they just never seem to be able to close these games out. Um, I don't hate the Lions. Um, I actually was kind of on the fence about going Lions money line, and then I had to look myself in the mirror, and I was like, don't bet on the Lions. <laughs> um, and ju- just because of, you know, it's, it's the Lions. And I, I really like Dan Campbell, um, but we're talking Bill Belichick here. And the, the biggest thing with, with the Patriots is I, I don't necessarily think it matters who's under center because Belichick's going to come up with a game plan to, um, to highlight that person's strengths, right? And not to mention, like, they, they have a pretty solid ground game, so I think they're going to be able to run the ball okay. Um, I, I don't know. I, my gut tells me to go Lions. Here and I would actually probably go Lions money line if if I were. Um, I'm staying far away from this game because against the Lions, but I, I don't know with with Zappy being the starting quarterback. I feel like seeing him last week and 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 that gave Bill a little bit more like insight into kind of what he can do in game situations. Um, I don't know though. I, I mean, this would be a game that that would be, in my opinion, too too close to call. I guess looking at the total of this one, 45 and a half. I, I would lean towards the under. Yeah. Yeah, I like the under better than uh 
Only reason I would like the over is just in case uh, Jared Goff throws a pick six. Yeah. Which which he did last week against the you know the Seahawks, which is not as good as the defense as you know the Patriots. Are are the Lions the number one scoring offense in the league? They they might be. Let me check real quick because I, they're putting up points. Yeah, so they put up 35 week one, 20 – no, I'm sorry, 36 week two, 24 week three, and then last week they put up 45. Yeah, they're actually number one in yards per game and number one in points. Yeah. So they're averaging, they're averaging 35 points a game. So I, I don't know, that makes it tough to – to stick with the over or the under on that. Um, I mean, it's just, I mean, I think I want to say that Jared Goff um, was one to nine against AFC East opponents. um, And they, you know, get on the road. He's not as good on the road as he is at home. And, you know, playing in Dome is a lot different than playing at uh, Foxborough. So, right. Those, those are things like if I had to, if I had to pick one, like I lean New England here. but you know, not for not for this, not for like the top five picks of the week that I'm most convicted in. But it was like it was up there. If I if um you know if uh, Hoyer would have played, you know, maybe more confident in the pick. Um, but you know, I think we'll see if uh, Bailey Zappi is uh you know is capable. Um, he, you know, he, like I said, he went ten to fifteen uh, last week. You know, through his, uh, he's the first rookie uh to throw a touchdown pass this year. Not can he pick it, but it was. Bailey Zappi, who every, which everybody predicted. So, well, Pickett also rushed in two touchdowns, so we got to give him his credit. Yeah, but he threw and, three interceptions. He threw and, three interceptions, and all of his passes were completions. That's true. So, that ball never yeah, touched very, the ground when it very left. Very catchable game. ball. Um. Yeah. So that I mean, I I'm with you. That that game was very appealing to me, and like it was almost just like I wanted to take it just because of like the excitement of of the game. But then it's also like. I don't, I don't know. I don't think either one of those teams are going to be playoff teams this year. I don't, don't think the Patriots are going to make it. I don't think the Lions are going to make it. But I did think about including the Lions in a in a underdog parlay that I was kind of kind of trying to formulate and, and concoct in my head. Um, I was actually leaning towards uh, taking the Lions, um, the Dolphins, not the Dolphins. I'm sorry, the the Jets uh, against the Dolphins. Uh, just again, Teddy Bridgewater is not there. Um, Tua, Tua is not there. Teddy, yeah, Tua is not there. Teddy's starting. Appreciate Which, that. Is that. Is that much of a difference, really? Maybe, maybe with accuracy, maybe. Um, but I mean, arm strength is it? I don't know. Maybe Tua maybe has a strong, somewhat of a stronger arm. Maybe just maybe not not as much. But I will no, say that maybe, it's tough maybe? because I. I mean, from from like a from a talent perspective, I, I I think you're I think you're right that there's not a huge difference. I just think that the um, what am I trying to say? The uh, the swagger of the team is a little bit better, I guess. With with Tua, it seems like they have a little more confidence, and 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 they it's, it, I feel like the team had really bought into Tua this year. So I think that with him being out, like T- Teddy's not a bad quarterback. I I enjoyed Teddy being in Carolina. Um, I kind of wish we would have just stuck yeah. with him instead of paying Sam and then paying Baker. And um, I think, well, right now, I think every team that's got rid of Teddy Bridgewater these last three or four years, wish they would have kept him. Yeah. I mean, before he got hurt in Minnesota, like he, he was a good quarterback. So I, I'm not sure that I, again, I I'm with you. I don't, I don't know if there's a huge, a huge talent drop off. Uh, I think it is just more so that, that the team seems to have uh, more, more, more swagger. When when two was when two was under center, so so you're so you're telling me that a team with that's you know that's quarterback from a quarterback from Hawaii, you know, has more swagger than a team that's quarterback by someone from Florida. Yes. Okay. Interesting. I said it. Okay. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> um. All, all all the southern listeners, you know. Um, he said that Zach Zach Stonerock said that I didn't say that, so I apologize for, for you know for for what Zach just said. So for for you know for you guys, Avery, I don't think they're listening to us right now. I think they're just trying to get their livelihoods back, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean that that too. Um, but <laughs> hey, 
thoughts and prayers for uh, yeah. for the people down in Florida who uh, were impacted by Ian and everyone up oh, the coast who were impacted. So, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. But uh, yep, Tua Tua's got more swagger. That's what I'm gonna say. Okay, interesting. There we go. Interesting. Anyway, that's gonna wrap things up here. <laughs> um, Avery, I appreciate you joining the show again. Uh, it was, you know, it felt felt good to be back. Yeah, you got one more? One more thing. Washington State, plus 12 and a half over USC. Yeah, I actually wanted to talk to you about that. Um, Let's go. What's your guy's name? Cameron Ward. Cameron Ward. He's been playing well, man. Yeah. They're not going to – they're definitely not going to beat USC. Um, But he has been super impressive. Where – let me see here. Is that USC? Yeah, but I just wanted to see – Please hold. I mean, 12 touchdowns, one interception. I mean, he's playing extremely well. Um, well, well uh, yeah, it's one, one interception. One interception. No, I, I think that's Oh, so. nope, nope, sorry. Not looking at the wrong side of the, wrong side of the yeah. stat sheet. He has seven interceptions. Yeah, I, that's, yeah I was going to say, like, Caleb Williams maybe. Yeah, yeah, it was Caleb Williams I was looking at. Yeah, no, um, he's kind of yeah, – no, um, you know, Wisconsin was a tough match. I think he had two picks that game. I think he threw that unlucky one uh, against uh, Oregon to kind of, that pick six to kind of decide that Oregon game. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, he came back, you know, um, he put pulled his team within that, you know, three points, you know, to cover. So it had it had this plus six and a half in that game. Um, so, yeah, he's, you know, um, the, uh, Washington State's defense uh, was pretty – I mean, I mean, outside the Oregon game, it has been pretty solid. So it's, I think it would be a better, better game than uh, what the, you know, the experts are, are thinking. Uh, however, uh, USC does lead the country in turnover margin, so he's going to have to make some good decisions, um, you know, for them to win this or to, for them to win this game. But I'm not picking them to win this game. I'm picking the plus twelve and a half. Let's go. I, I want to go against you, but. I mean, we, we saw what happened in that Oregon game, so so I can't. But I, I do think – so I, I have USC winning the Pac-12. I think USC could be a sneaky play for national championship. It could it could happen. Like, with Lincoln Riley, that – you know, that offense, um, they, they're rolling right now. Um, yeah. They, they kind of struggled. They had – they was in the struggle bus uh, at Oregon State. Um, so they got out of that game. So that, that game said a lot about, you know, who they are as a team. Um. They could, I mean, they, they run the table. Uh, they could very well be, be in that national championship uh, conversation. Um, yeah, I mean, they do, have a, they do have a tough schedule remaining, though. We, you know, after this week, uh, they, they go to Utah. And Utah, Cam Rising is, is a dog. The game. Utah should be undefeated. Yeah, I mean, Utah is a very solid team. And then they also still got to play UCLA, who's also 5-0. Uh, they play them second to last game of the season, so I I don't know if they'll remain five and zero, but very solid team. And then you got Notre Dame last game of the season. Notre Dame's not who who we thought they were, but they're 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 slowly putting it together. Marcus Freeman's getting getting this team team in line. Yeah, I'm going USC that game. Um, but you know, imagine in 2024, UC USC at UCLA. Could, could decide a Big Ten championship. Yeah, that's insane. What, what, what are we doing? I mean, that, that that won't decide a Big Ten championship, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Ohio it. State's still going to be just dominating that conference. But well, I mean, I mean, they didn't dominate last year, but you know, whatever. Good, you go off, man. Okay, yikes! Uh, didn't realize you were going to bring that up. Um, of course, yeah. All right, well, um, let's <laughs> go ahead and wrap up this episode today. Um, for uh for listeners out there thank you so much for tuning back in we're glad to be back uh do us a favor uh if you're listening to us on a podcast platform uh we're available on apple google amazon all the all the major platforms do us a favor though and go watch us on youtube uh youtube is is what our goal is we want to grow that audience uh if you're on youtube um and you're like hey you know i i want to be able to just listen to this in my car when i'm on the go um you know we are available on podcast platforms too all the ones i just mentioned uh, also check us out, Instagram, uh, Bourbon and Bets, uh, Facebook, Bourbon and Bets, uh, interact with us, engage. I, I put polls up, uh, just about every, every Saturday, every Sunday. I uh, would love to see your input there. Uh, I also have a few t-shirts that I, that I want to do, uh, some giveaways on, um, being transparent. 
I only have extra large and, and double X left. So uh, those, those are the two sizes that, that will be given away, uh, but those will be available. I'm going to come up with some type of giveaway to, uh, to get those out to you. Um, but Avery, appreciate you coming back on the show, uh, especially short notice, um, you know, and, and coming, coming with so much knowledge, you know, all that knowledge that, that you, that you bring every episode. So that's greatly appreciated. Um, I'm, I am hoping that, that my Panthers pull it off so I can, you know, stop acting like it's basketball season already and, and pull out a Panthers hoodie again. Um, well, it will be basketball season like next week or something like that. I mean, yeah, but basketball season for me has never actually started till after football season. But it's getting real hard. It's getting real hard to uh, to not just be a Mavericks fan. Um, but that's what I got. Avery, thanks again for joining the show. Glad to see Amari. Um, looking forward to uh, gaining some ground on you on our on our top five picks. Um, not happening. We'll see. But that's it. Everyone have a have a great weekend. I hope it's super profitable for everyone. And we will talk to you all on the next episode.